Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello there, good afternoon, and uh, welcome to the Thursday Laurie and Julia show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Well, given a choice, would you take the bright sunny skies at 12 below this morning or overcast and 12 above? Lori? I want the gray cashmere the gray, cloud yeah. blanket that's keeping this at 25 degrees. Thank I'm with you, very you much. on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is too cold. I can't cold. believe we did 22 days of this last January. We yes. had 22 days of the I polar know, vortex. I think it made January be like three months last last winter. Everyone at this point, we're like Seattle, I was in tears. I think last year, yeah, Seattle people are in tears because it has rained for like thirty two days That's straight. Terrible. Yeah, they've had some flooding. They've had Seattle. flooding. Yeah. My mom says she's got this great outdoor backyard light, mm-hmm. and the light bulb flooded. The outdoor light that's bulb. Funny. Oh, okay, okay, I've that's never funny. heard of that. No, oh. I haven't either. She's like, it stopped working, and we took it out, and the whole thing was oh. full of water. Oh, but we're only having this for 24 hours, yes, and the sun is out. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's going to warm up. We can, we can handle it. We can handle it. All right, we so can. I don't feel... I feel bad for the people who are going to Brandy Carlisle tonight because I've got Riemann Schneider's review from... She opened the Fillmore last night. Someone we work with is going all three nights. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Huge, Huge fan. fan. Well, so the kickoff was last night, and Riemann Schneider said this is the most ambitious, expensive music venue since they redid Orchestra Hall. Oh, remember that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, she was gosh. greeted like a rock star. People love how clean and beautiful and that you could see the stage well anywhere it's, it's within lovely. it. And um, so anyway, but fans joked about the tongue-twisty naming rights deal on display. It's officially now called, because remember when we were there, it was Fillmore, Minneapolis. Yeah. Oh, gosh. The Fillmore presented by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. Oh, boy. Yeah, no yeah. one's going to call it that. No. Uh, sort of takes the cool out of it. But um, anyway, uh, yesterday's ticket prices started at 90 and went past 500 for upstairs wow. in the seating. Yeah, for Brandy. And oh, the, my gosh. The, o- the only bad thing about the whole night was that there was such a huge, long line to get in. Oh, so they haven't figured out how to let people in yet. Haven't figured that yeah. out. They do have a coat check there. Yeah, and, uh, they might but, have to push back because there were people who were greeting you right at the door, so they might have to push that in a little bit. And remember, Live Nation is based in L.A., and they don't they realize don't think, this. It was like, remember when they did the Rosedale Theater? Yes, the and, AMC Theater. I totally remember. And, and it, it was, was like, outside. The ticket office was outside like it was New Mexico or something. And we're like, excuse me. Uh, hello? Uh-huh. This is not going to be good. So anyway, if you're going to the show tonight um maybe get there 
early or get there later because if you get there a half hour early, you're just going to shuffle along in right. line outside. Okay. So there you go. And, and then, was she great, though? Did yes, we get that fabulous, from it? Okay, fabulous. so she was great. It's she just was, the little tweaks of getting the first venue up and running. And that was really it. Yeah. And then if you're looking for something to do this weekend, I told the gals, I'd give them a shout-out. Gwen Matthews, Debbie Duncan, and Bruce Henry are doing a Valentine show at the Chan, Legends oh. of Soul. Oh, it'll be fantastic. So they're doing Ray Charles, Stevie oh. Wonder, Gladys Knight, Beyonce, Prince, Tina Turner, Whitney, Jackson 5, Earth, Wind, and Fire. And so you've got three great vocalists. So that's um, both uh, Friday and Saturday. And um, you can do dinner or just dinner and a show or show only. Oh, I love it. So, and you can do add the dinner for only 15 bucks extra. And it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. So that's at the Chan tomorrow right, very, and very. Saturday. No, I was just at the Chan last weekend. You were? Who'd you see? Our favorite band. The fabulous Armadillos. Armadillos yeah. with Pamela McNeil. <laughs> yeah, she oh. was, oh boy, man, was she in great voice. Yeah. Do you know the song Baby It's You by Smith, a band called Smith? If we heard if it. If heard it, anyway, boy, yeah. man, she did that song and just brought the house down. Really? She's yeah. that oh, good. She's so She pointed good. out, she flashed her hand and said, yes, I'm a married lady now. I know. <laughs> That's right. Oh, it really... is fun to go to the Chan. It's so romantic in there, kind of yeah, yeah. cozy. Well, speaking of something that's not romantic, so yesterday Casey took, he watches his grandkids for maybe three or four hours yeah. on Wednesdays mm-hmm. and um, pick the five-year-old up at kindergarten and then they go sliding. And while they were driving to this you know, sled area, area where, mm-hmm. where I had just been on Saturday, the three-year-old says in his cute way of speaking that Grandma Loy uh-huh. can come sledding again. I have one oh. more chance, even though I peed my pants, but I'm such a good Heidi hider. Okay. <laughs> you peed your pants. <laughs> when I hit that bump, I guess I forgot to tell you, when I hit that bump on the first <laughs> toboggan ride with Casey, we went up in the air and hit so hard, but we stayed in our plastic toboggan. But as soon as we hit the ground... My bladder partially released, Julia. And oh, I, I haven't even it. had kids. I well it happens to everybody. It well, doesn't the, matter. It was the high yeah. it was the the solid whomping, the fact that I obviously had some coffee and all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, I'm gonna be sledding in wet pants. So I, of course I told the kids because they love nothing better than potty humor. Uh huh. And they were like, Oh yes, honey. <laughs> <laughs> And I had one more, I got all the rest of it out of me when I had one more, you know, terrifying um, sled ride when I shot past Casey Casey like a rocket and came like, you know, a foot from a fence. Sure. That's how fast I was going. And I just was like so relieved. It's just the rest of it just sort of. That's funny, Lori. But I had long underwear on and my snow pants. So it took a while to feel chapped. (laughs) We know, honest Pete. I can't think of any worse feeling. And to be in cold? Oh, Lord. But it wasn't that cold on Saturday. It was like, you know, 20 when we went, and it was sunny. It was just we had corny, fast snow for sledding. Yesterday, he said it was the sledding. 
no more bumps for the fresh snow. They actually went a little bit slower. Okay. Oh, know. that's nice. Yeah. Because yeah, sometimes when you get going too fast, you get, I mean, I remember it's, on the big long toboggans, you pile everyone on oh, it. Like at the wood one? Yeah. And we just go over the bump and the Highland Hills and it was just be like, oh, hello. Bam. Hello, people. All right. Listen, when we come back, our story we can't get enough of today is our friend whose name we can't pronounce from KSTP Eyewitness News. Maggie will be right back. <laughs> to put you in timeout this week, you can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream my talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at my talk keyword podcast. Hang, hang on a sec. Let me get mad at you. It's that time of the week. Time for it's Matt Belanger. 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 Is that it? It's Matt Belanger. No. Belanger. Want to try again? It's Matt Bologna. Juliet, that's not even how you pronounce Bazinga. It's, it's Matt Bologna. Don't listen to them. It's Matt Belanger. It's Matt Belanger. Belanger Buck Langer. It's Matt Belanger. Whatever his name is, he stepped into the building. <laughs> it's really cold out. It really is. That's so <laughs> well, most of our guests show up in a sleeveless oh, I knew you were going to go there. Hey, well, I'm going to the gym after this, you know? Yeah. How many hours have you worked today at 5 a.m.? <laughs> I know. Well, I'm in the newsroom at 5 a.m. because oh, I've are. now joined the morning team. So I'm on TV at 6 a.m. on Channel wow. 5. Yeah. So uh, I was done at one, and I come back just to talk to you, That's ladies. So sweet. What are we talking? I'm thinking it must be Valentine's it Day. Sure is, and I have a surprise. I have brought you each a rose. Oh, look at how oh, sweet wow. you are! And a little tiny, reasonably oh, sized piece of dark chocolate. chocolate, and it's dark chocolate, so it's healthy. And oh. I love that it's reasonably. Si- I'm going to put this well, in I my know. hair. That's there so you go. Cute. It's cute. We'll we'll have to Instagram or something. I mean, Valentine's you can't Day. go wrong with flowers or chocolates or, or both. both. No, you really can't. <laughs> I would agree. Sorry, Donnie, I left you out. Yeah, and I like dark chocolate, too. Thanks. Well, you maybe, can have mine, Donnie. There you go. They'll okay. share. I'll share. So I have uh, scoured the interwebs for fascinating Valentine's Day okay. facts that you probably uh, don't know. Oh. Did you know that... that Julia knows most yeah, of the stuff right. that I bring up here, though. Um, did you know that Valentine's Day has pretty dark roots? Yes. It star- yes it star- I did not. Refresh us. So it actually started in ancient Rome as a pagan festival that included the sacrificing of animals and some other things that I'm really uncomfortable talking about on the radio, but uh, they oh. were to celebrate the fertility of women. Oh, was there or- like orgies and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Maybe Whipping and bleeding oh, oh and things. Oh, my God. You ended up letting me talk about it. Look yeah. at this. You so pulled you it out of me, Lori. Like- you can see why Valentine's Day is about... But now it's got this, we've come full circle. Well, in the 1300s, you know, just a little bit ago, uh, it officially became the holiday associated with love and romance. It was Christianized, no more animal sacrifices. Okay. And the the Pope officially declared February 14th, St. Valentine's Day. But, did you know? Was there a St. Valentine's There have been mm. more than one. Oh. There St. Valentine's. In fact, uh, uh, there have been many over history, uh, at least three that uh, the people on this website could count, and that included a bishop and a pope. Uh, so there have been several St. Valentine's over the many, many years that this has been celebrated. The very first Valentine like note was sent in 1415. How do they know that? Right, I, see, I don't know. Just Who take knows? this as for what it's worth, okay. people. Uh, and it was apparently a French medieval duke named Charles, and he wrote it while imprisoned in the Tower of London at 21 years old. And, and I don't understand this. Maybe you could educate me. He wrote, I am already sick of love, my very gentle Valentine. Oh, so romantic. That was, really he was, is. He was locked up, too. I, I don't know what that, but anyway. I'm already sick of the pain in my heart from being in love with you. Strange. Yeah. Okay. So, do you like Valentine's Day? 
Uh, yeah, yes, I do. I do. And of course, it's become this big commercialized thing, you know. Yeah. Mass produced cards and things came out in 1840s. And then today, I guess most people do like Valentine's Day. Uh, more than half, 55% of Americans celebrate it. They spend $19.6 billion. Mm-hmm. And I do send like maybe six or seven Valentine cards. Mm-hmm. I send my mom one. I send nieces and nephews that I know need money. I put in the old It's become like a, it's it's one yeah, of the holidays yeah. in Just rotation. Just put in a $10 sure. bill yeah. or something. Men and, spend way more than yes, women, though. they do. Men spend, uh, on average, $338. Women spend $64. It feels like it always, it traditionally, in the past, it's probably going to change. You know, it, it's changing. Men, were it was more you know why? for the ladies. You know why? Because a lot of straight men need reminders to love <laughs> the women and their lives more well, than anybody else. Sister. No, Amen. I think so, because they got a birthday. <laughs> they might have an anniversary. I mean, if based on Jimmy Kimmel's uh, out on the street last night, they were asking long married couples like, When's your wife's birthday? What's her middle name? What's her know, parents' name? Know. A lot of them didn't even know. Oh, come one on. Guy, tune into your life. One guy had just been married in December. He couldn't even remember the name of the song they danced to for the first dance. I mean, it, there is a kind of, you can say, there's yes. some truth what, to what some What was that guy's in. quote? I'm already sick of love. My That's very right. gentle yes. <laughs> Right. So, so it uh, might be just that might be. Kind of need to do it. What you do you know? think are... Do, do, do any have you seen any clever gifts or any clever things that people are doing down in the newsroom for each other? You no, know, I'm 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 old fashioned, so I do like a flower. You know, yeah. I do like mm-hmm. some flowers, and I love seeing all the roses at all the stores because you know they they just go crazy with them, and yeah. they have to have enough to meet the demand. And uh, uh, but I, you know, um, I love a great yeah. card. Like yeah. when somebody a go, and yeah, really thoughtful, a really good, message funny, and like they make a point of going to a card store or mm-hmm. writing a poem. Yeah. You can always do a roses are red poem. That's yeah. You know, you two two look beautiful with your roses and yours. By the way, because we both put them in our hair. I have some breaking news, real quick. So, so maybe you are thinking about like, maybe you don't have a Valentine, and that's okay. Yeah, right. That's okay. Maybe you want to just go. Maybe you're self partnered. Yes. Yes. I always forget that's a thing till I come up in the studio. Yeah, and Julia always takes <laughs> her other Yes, hand. And she, there's a and visual movement. And when she breaks up with herself, which Julia am I going to pick on your side? Well, we Is love it, all I of don't you. know. Yeah. Yes, thank However, you. However, uh, if you are thinking of maybe go and pick up a bottle of wine, Yes. To celebrate both of you, yes, <laughs> on Valentine's Day. If you're going to celebrate you with you, That's yeah. Right. Uh, so apparently, wine prices are slated to drop. Oh, Did I you th- see this? No, I thought no, they were going to go up and tell Nope, nope, nope. French this is- wine is going up. Yes. Well, here we go. The price of wine is expected to drop this year because of an excess supply of grapes. Uh, Fabulous. And they had a big winemakers conference recently, and there is a, a extra large crop, and they have a glut of grapes, and it's going to force distribution. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It is to offer discounts across the board. We're not just talking about, you know, the inexpensive wines right. and the bun and trash right, down there. Right. We're talking about all of it across the board. Nice. Uh, and because they need to respond uh, to this and deal with the uh, excess grapes. And honestly, people are buying less wine generally. They are. They are. And the industry kind of took a critical look at itself. And they, they say that they're increasingly kind of missing the mark on consumer expectations. And they need to do a better job of, of giving us what... What we we want to buy rather than kind of forcing upon us, this is what good wine is. And so right. the industry's going through some turmoil, but you might save a dollar or two on your favorite bottle coming All right. Up. Well, in the Minnesota, you know, food and wine experience is coming up next month. Have you ever been to that? No, I, but I bet it's awesome. Yeah, it's it's coming up next um, month on Saturday, March 7th and Sunday, March 8th. March 8th? March 8th? March 8th. <laughs> March 8th. Have you had a little wine today? No, no. I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> I Good Lord. So you're doing anything for Valentine's Day? What are you doing? I'm going to the suburbs at First Avenue oh, with thrilling. Casey. Yeah, the great band, you know. And we'll go out to eat yes. somewhere. Um, a nice it is. meal. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. we didn't make a reservation, oh. so I'll probably just go to the Depot Tavern right next door to okay. First Avenue. Good. You know, pub food. Yeah, well, you know, which is fine, no. and we're going to we're going to see the suburbs. Mm-hmm. And That's good. I'm kind of excited. Minor tap secret. Yeah, mm-hmm. Julia oh. may or may not be yeah. going to the suburbs. I'm. Oh. It's nestled between some tough tennis times, so I'm just going to see. But you stayed out late last Friday night. I did. Good use of nestled. But notice how Mm -hmm. she was twitching her boobs, like when she was saying that. What the hell does that mean? She was. She's doing the hand thing again. She's self coupled. (laughs) We must. We must. We must develop our bust. Well, you know, Donnie, I've been flat all these years. Joy's over here working on her boobs. Well, I'm excited. I'm going to go. Kyle and I are going to still water my partner what? kyle and i yes. are still water for the very first time i've never been i'm kind of staying? ashamed of that we're staying at the laura which is nice the yes. laura. The oh laura. yeah we've heard about yes. this place. and there's a speakeasy in still water let me in yeah. or have the code or something i don't that's know that's where donnie he lives in Stillwater, so he knows yeah it's the velveteen yeah is the speakeasy so this right is cool donnie street, I mean, yeah. like, if it has your recommendation i'm all over this oh yeah, yeah you got to go to the velveteen yeah i know yeah. we'll have a nice meal and um oh it looks lovely well what a romantic cocktails. place to yeah. stay yeah you'll Should have to tell us about that next week donnie when are you uh, what are you doing yeah, tomorrow donnie night? i mean uh, you're gonna save that save that for saturday friday's with working so yeah so saturday are celebrating celebrating on saturday courtesy of you and julia oh Oh, you're going to we're going to hyacinth oh that's nice now what's that that's on grand avenue it's a fabulous restaurant it's like grand and avon it's um italian yeah really nice italian Mm -hmm. food it's fabulous tiny so it's hard to get in you know nelson says we got to try estella's right a new one another new one and it's where the old um used to be it's on uh, St. Clair and Fairview, Estella. Okay. And people, I friend of mine went there and loved it, too. Loved it. Oh. Well, Donnie, you'll like the romance yes. of Hyacinth. It's a very lovely trattoria. And right. have a great Thank Valentine's you. Happy Thanks Valentine's Day, everybody. I see you at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday for your daily local news on 5 Eyewitness News with my co-anchor, Lee McLean. See you then. See you then. We'll be back. We're going to talk Hollywood and movies with Chris Hewitt from the Star Tribune. My talk traffic is starting 
In Birchwood Village, Highway 244, a crash at Wedgwood Drive to Ridge Way. And we also have a crash in Lauderdale, 94 westbound. That's happening by Huron Boulevard to Highway 280. In Forest Lake, 61 southbound, a crash from 210th Street to Highway 97. And we also have a crash, 35E northbound. That's in Mendota Heights from 494 to right around Highway 62. Your 5 Eyewitness News weather forecast, a wind chill advisory coming back late tonight because it's going to be chilly again tonight. Uh, We're going to have a low of negative 11 with clear skies, but double digits for your high tomorrow. Sunny and 19 right now, zero and sunny at the MyTalk studios. Did you miss Julia's random thoughts? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream MyTalk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at MyTalk keyword podcast. Running out to get our little uh, fanfare man, Chris Hewitt, and I'm I'm uh, was uh, just talking with Matt Belanger. We were reading a story about the real height of Hollywood actors, men in Hollywood. The average height is five six, five seven. Oh, I'm not surprised at all. Yeah, yeah. So really, Brad Pitt really at being just short of under six feet is yeah. really quite tall. Yeah. And Leo, Leo, six two. Yep. He's, yeah. the, he's the exception. He is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People really are not this, tall. This has been true for decades in Hollywood. The men have not been particularly tall. Yeah. Five, 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 six, yeah, five, that's seven. Right. That's right. Kevin Hart so far, you know, he and Seth Green are both five feet four. Yeah. Uh, Joe Pesci is five, four, two. Okay. And Michael J. Fox. So I guess that's the thing. But I'm even, you know, De Niro, all those people, they're not very tall. No, I know. I all heard right. the door. Is that Chris? That's Chris. Okay. He missed his music today, but that's okay. Chris Hewitt, you had to feel some vindication Oscar night when Parasite won, swept the awards. Best foreign film, best director, best screenplay, then best picture. Did you feel vindication about that? Well, it so rarely happens that the movie I think is the best or at least one of the couple of best yeah. movies of the year wins an Oscar. Yeah, it was kind of a nice little surprise. It was. Did you see Bong last night? Did you go to that thing at the Walker? No, I didn't go. You didn't? Okay. No. Because you forgot to get tickets or what? You no, were, I could have gone. I know. Yeah, they would have let me come, but... Oh, I they had, wouldn't. They would have. Oh, they would have. But I had worked a bunch of nights in a row, and I was a little skeptical of the whole him doing a dialogue in translation with a yeah. translator who uh-huh. I've seen on award Sharon. shows yeah, we not know her. doing a great job. Yeah, we know her. We, like, met her. She's backstage, mm-hmm. and it's like, is she's, like, more well-known than some of the actors. <laughs> yeah, and she's a filmmaker, too, right? Mm-hmm. So... Um, so yeah, I I've a couple of times. In fact, I want to say the Golden Globes was one. He for sure said a bunch of stuff that she did not translate at all. And so ever since that, I've been kind of like mm, she's limiting she? his speech. She's <laughs> editing for him. I think she's editing a yeah, little. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe she's doing him favors with her editing. But. Right. Did, well. Was there any? Were there any surprises at all for you? I think it winning Best Picture was something of a surprise. Oh, yeah. I mean, I thought it might, but I also was remembering that last year they gave it to a piece of crap. So, what was it last year again? uh, Exactly. (laughs) Green Book, 
was the winner oh, last year. I like year. that book, though. I, I mean, I like the movie. I do not like that movie. You didn't? No. Oh, and okay. it was, I mean, of the contenders last year, it was pretty clearly not the best one, but okay. it won. And I think they do tend to go for kind of a safe-ish choice, which yes. Parasite really wasn't. Was it's not. violent. It, yes, it is. It's, it's in a foreign language. It's kind of odd. The actors love it, though. And we saw that at the Screen Actors Guild Awards when they got their two standing ovations, and that's the biggest voting block in the Academy. For whatever reason, the actors are just crazy for this wild movie that you really can't describe because it's a comedy, drama, horror movie. Well, and funnily (laughs) enough, and we talked about this last time I was on, the actors love it apparently, but didn't nominate any of the individual actors, which is weird to me because they did last year for Roma, which is sort of an analogous case. And I saw her there again this year and I was like, I wonder how her year is going. The actress who was the main character in Roma. Oh, she was there again? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yes, Hopefully she's getting work from it. Uh-huh. I haven't really heard of any work. No, I, I haven't either. All right. So, okay, so Parasite, it's still in the movie theaters. I know it's on demand. People are going to see it. I think yesterday we saw it was like back in the top 10. Yeah. In fact, the day after the Oscars, it was the number three movie in the country, which just seems crazy. I mean, like we said, it's subtitled and it's yes. weird. I worry a little bit that it's going to be one of these phenomenon, which I phenomena, which I used to observe when I worked at the Pioneer Press, where there would be a movie that was pretty clearly meant for kind of a niche or small. Smaller audience. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I would rave about it because I loved it. Yeah. But me loving it doesn't mean I think everybody in the world is going to love it. Right. And I would rave about it. And then I would get calls from people saying, I saw blah, blah, blah. It was weird. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry you didn't like it. I would have maybe guessed that you wouldn't like it because it sounds like it's not your kind of thing. Well, I told my mom not to go see it. And I told your mom not to go see it. I know both those ladies would not like this movie. Right. So, okay. I think you're doing the work of angels there. Yeah. It's not for everyone. But, I mean, it's really good but it's not for everybody. Right. Okay, so I just on the whole Oscars as a whole, do yeah. you think we're done not having a host Chris Hewitt? Do I think we're done? The, I mean, the I hope we are. The experiment is over. I think it I think the, that was an awful show. The weird part of the experiment is all of the and I know I that you guys have probably already complained about this, but the weird part of that experiment is all of these people introducing people oh, who yeah. are going to gonna introduce, introduce people. It it's was so strange. dumb. It was so Just dumb. Just give us a voiceover saying here's Lin-Manuel yes. Miranda or whatever. Don't give us his best friend introducing their best friend introducing Lin-Manuel Miranda. That yes, adds to the dragginess there at all. But, right. <laughs> it added to the dragginess of it. Like the two, like the one big good surprise was Eminem popping up, even though you're like, I don't know how this makes sense. And he's lip syncing and not doing it very well. And they're bleeping it and everything else. So I, anyway, it would just was a draggy show. And it boy, to go down 20% in audience over last year yeah. is... You know, fire well, the and Parasite doesn't help with that because again, it is kind of a niche movie that a lot of right, people have exactly. seen. And my favorite moment, okay. if I may, yes, please. I had read that Jane, F- my beloved Jane mm-hmm. Fonda, was going to be on the show, and I'm like, oh, I bet they're going to have Jane do Best Picture. And Jane walks out to do Best Picture and does such a beautiful job. That is the way you present an award. Yes, that dramatic pause before she said yeah. Parasite she and that so dress looked amazing and on then her. her hair, completely different hair look. Totally, she had her red cape just to do a little small moment of political yeah. commentary, but yes. she didn't take away anything away from the award itself. And yeah, I can, they could have used a few more movie stars presenting. You know, I always used to just watching at home like when i was a teenager mm-hmm. be like 
who is the show's connection to the beginnings of the movies? And like when I first started watching people like Frank Capra would still be there and Jimmy Stewart right. would still be there. And it kind of bummed me out this year to think, holy moly, Diane Keaton and Jane Fonda are like the, in quotation marks, exactly. early days of movies represented yeah. as we have now. Because that's the that generation that started like late 50s, early 60s is now our oldest connection to movies basically right, right yeah which kind of made me feel old but well, i'm glad they're there yeah no kidding well how about um let's, let's talk about the movies yeah 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 let's talk about birds okay. birds of prey the movie that hollywood renamed after a disastrous box isn't that weird yeah harley quinn i thought that, that she was like the most popular thing out of suicide squad that movie i think you're right i mean it's a little bit hard to tell because will smith was in it and mm-hmm. he is always I mean I think he's a very he's reliable a draw, right, right. even in awful stuff Yeah. so maybe that was part of it although he wasn't the main thing in it Right. and Jared Leto was in it although his Joker was so disgusting and gross People I don't know if that was it, a big yeah. draw yeah I think she was She was kind of the breakout of that that's the movie that sort of made her separate herself from other people in her kind right. of class of new Did you is like- the movie any good? Yeah. Birds of Prey? I think so I think Haley Quinn or what is it called Har- now? Uh, Harley. Harley. It's a little bit more violent than one would maybe want it to be. Mm-hmm. But I think the violence does make a point. And there are a lot of really interesting women in it. Like, I love Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who's in it. Um, I guess she stole Ewan McGregor from his wife. I'm yep, sorry about did. that. Yeah, but. she did. <laughs> when they were filming Fargo. But she's really good in it. Yeah. And she was really good in Fargo, too. I think it's kind of funny. And Margot Robbie, I have to admit... In the early days, I was a little skeptical of Margot Robbie. I thought she kind of had no personality in, like, for instance, The Wolf of Wall Street and Mm -hmm. some of her early stuff. She is really charismatic in this movie. I was hoping she would win Best Supporting Actress because between Bombshell Bombshell and I thought for sure they'd maybe just switch it up because she was so good. I bet she would have, except Laura Dern was due. And Laura All Dern right. also did great work in like three things in the last year, too. So I think That's fair. if she was up against anybody else, yeah. I think you might be right because I love her. Because people Bombshell. loved that movie. I, I was hoping Once Upon a Time in Hollywood would win a little bit more because I felt like there was a real affection for that. Of course, it's some Hollywood love stuff about Hollywood, you yeah. know, <laughs> typically. Oh, a movie about us. Let's go. Yeah, let's so go. So do you give that? like two and a half birds of prey yeah yeah, okay that's about where i am okay okay tell us because these two have been everywhere julia louis drivers dreyfus and will ferrell have been making the rounds on late night couches and morning shows for their movie and the downhill yeah down and they showed up at the oscars she'd never been there before what uh are you saying about downhill you know people i guess are kind of dogging this movie which is a remake of a Swedish movie from a few years, a few years ago called Force Majeure, mm-hmm. which was great and got really fantastic reviews. And I think people are maybe too much measuring it against that because it is a different sort of movie, even though it's the same plot. But I actually kind of like Downhill, and I particularly like it because Julia Louis-Dreyfus is really good in it. Is it a rom-com? No. No, no it's just a comedy. No. Not even it that. It isn't even really a com. Okay. Pretty, Boy, they, in the trailers, they make it look like a comedy. And I do think that they are lying a little bit in the way they're selling it. It does have amusing moments, for okay. sure. But it's essentially about a woman finding out that her husband is no longer invested in their marriage. Yeah. Or potentially find out if that's the case. Mm -hmm. It's uh, they go on a ski vacation and they have two 
sons, which is a little bit weird because their sons are like eight and ten, and you're like, okay, how did Julia Louis Dreyfus and Will Ferrell have kids who are eight and ten? I mean, <laughs> make maybe up, they just make up barely CGI. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But anyway, they're at this Austrian Alps, and the other thing is, everybody in the movie is rich, and it gets a little irritating. Okay, but they're in, in this Austrian Alps, kind of having lunch or whatever, and all of a sudden, there's an avalanche that crashes down over the four of them and other people on this patio mm -hmm. and he runs for his life. She stays and shelters the kids and tries to make sure they're safe. Meanwhile, hubby runs for his life. And so it's interesting because the movie for a little while after that doesn't even deal with it. Like you see her sort of processing it and getting increasingly mm. irritated by the fact that her instinct is to save the family and his is to get to the hell out of there. And then finally they do sort of confront it. And the question is, is this just an instinct that wasn't a particularly noble instinct, but did preserve himself? Or is it a representation of the fact that he, he's checked out? He has a bad character. Out. Yeah. yeah. So, and that is kind of a fascinating uh, moral I territory. I want to see this. In. I think the. Is he Will Ferrell the weak link as, is the drama no, lead in this? No, I really? kind of liked him in it. Okay. I think his comedic element actually works in favor of the movie because he tries to play it off like, ah, it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. Um, and it probably was a big deal. It's an interesting question. And the movie's tone is a little bit all over the place. It does. It has this Miranda Otto who was in this, the Berlin season of Homeland. If you guys yes, saw yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. She was great in it. Great. Oh, so good. She was. She's really great at this too. She's very funny as this again. Um, I don't know if she's supposed to be German or Austrian, but mm -hmm. she has a very strong, very fake German accent. And she's sort of a sex pot who says inappropriate things to people at every turn. <laughs> and the movie, by the end, when it's getting really dramatic, the movie kind of can't figure out what to do with her anymore. So it just, she just disappears. She wouldn't fit with the dramatic stuff. So they're like, so oh, they just well, got rid of her. her. Okay. Apparently. What do you give this uh, movie? Uh, we're also in that two and a half star. Two and a half star for downhill. Okay. Yeah. All right, guys. I want to see that. Well, you were talking about it like you've seen it. Well, no, we knew what it was about. I had you no didn't. I idea. Knew, I knew this. You what must it was have about. paid more attention to some of the couch interviews yeah. that those two were doing. It's strange. And their and interviews have tried to make it seem funnier than it is, too. That's yeah. what I think, that they're selling it as a comedy, but it's really not. It may be a dramedy. Yeah, heavier on the drama, drama than the okay. <laughs> All right, listen, when we come back, we're talking to Chris Hewitt. We'll be right back. It's Monday? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream My Talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at My Talk keyword podcast. Why do I pull your clothes and then ask you for space? If all is to say that is why is it so to speak my mind? Thanks for hanging out with us. We're talking with Chris Hewitt, who covers uh, all things uh, movie, and also you review some plays and shows for the Star Tribune. So I always appreciate reading your good reviews. You had a good one with Rowan Preston with your Valentine's Day ideas. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, with that twelfth night that starts yeah. tomorrow at the Guthrie. Yeah, and Julia was yesterday. We talked to Kevin Kling about his show. You know, at those oh. see tomorrow night because that's such a sweet show and suburb. There's a lot I wish going I could on. Go. Yeah, I I'll be at the Guthrie, so I can't go. But I it's, wish I could go. It's Iron and Wine in Calexico is tomorrow night, which I oh. also wish I could go to, but I cannot. So many things in our 
Twin Cities area were just so sophisticated. I know. Should I be complaining about the fact that we have too many yeah, options? No, 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 I should not. Okay, just talk to us real quickly because then yeah. we want to move on to some gossip with you. Oh. But about the um, Guy Ritchie movie, The Gentleman, I think it is still playing in the Twin Cities. It is. Hugh Grant, Charlie Hunnam, who am I missing? Hugh, Matthew McConaughey. Matthew, Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. Yeah. yeah, what did you think of this movie? Uh, Henry Golding. It's like jam-packed with hotties. Yes, it is. That you wish would take their shirt off, but don't. Oh, shoot. Um, it's basically every other Guy Ritchie movie. It's the same as every movie oh, he's ever made. Snatch, Fight Club, like it's that. not it's, Fight Club. That's not, him, not but him. But Snatch is him. Lock, smoke, sock, and two smoking barrels yes. is him. It's, you know, a bunch of people wasting each other and making wisecracks. It does have a woman in it, which is sort of unusual for him, and she's played by Michelle Dockery from Downton Abbey, mm-hmm. and she's quite funny. Is she? Yeah, she has her. a line that I cannot repeat because there's a bad word in okay. it. Okay, somebody should be giffing because it's a very fun line okay. and very applicable to other things. She plays the wife of the Matthew McConaughey character, and they're sort of like drug kingpins in London who are wheeling and dealing and backstabbing. Did you like someone more than any other character in the movie that surprised you? Yes. Hugh Grant keeps surprising us. Yes, I love he him. was delightful in him. that Paddington 2 movie. Oh, I love yes. him too. He was delightful in that Meryl Street movie. And a very British scandal. He was delightful in, in a very that. British scandal. Well, he was sort of awful in Awful, that, but, but I mean... Awful but I slash love, delightful. I love how you always bring up Paddington 2. I love Paddington 2. I know, I know. It was your favorite movie of 2017. And Hugh Grant has waxed nostalgic about it, saying it was the most wonderful movie experience that he's ever done. Well, and it was very different from anything he'd ever right. done. Yeah. And again, so is this. He plays... It's almost like he's playing the part that was supposed to be played by Michael Caine. I don't know that to be the case. Okay. Yeah. But he's using that Michael Caine Cockney accent. Uh-huh. He's this sort of devious, devilish, knows more than he's letting on. He's the one who kind of narrates the movie, unspooling what he believes is happening behind so, the like, scenes. So, like, if someone is a huge Guy Ritchie fan, I'm thinking of my husband. He'd like oh, it. I love like this it. movie yeah, so much. Yeah, I tried and to take if, my kids, but they didn't want to go, and I'm like, come on. And if you're a huge Hugh Grant fan, for sure. Oh, okay. all right, then we're going to see yeah. It's one of his best performances Okay. Ever. Perfect. Gosh, I love him. All right. Well, then that's all right. Yeah, okay. he's turned out to be an actor. I mean, who knew? Oh, he was basically sort of a we charming did. stammerer. No, and we now, knew. Yeah, really. All right. We yeah. knew from four weddings and a funeral. Yeah, we, uh, we've. Yeah, yeah but he, then he did that same thing nine or ten more times. Which we didn't I, care. It, it didn't matter. He was so good the at it. The first time though, we he saw him kind of break away from that was in Bridget Jones yes. when he was kind of the first. I love. Oh, the cad. Yeah, the Bridget Jones. Oh, I've. Uh, oh, he's everything. Yeah. <laughs> he could just be a movie thon weekend yeah. with Hugh Grant. That would be a lovely but Valentine gift. He's, oh. he's got all these kids, so he's making yes. movies and he's obviously getting offered a variety of choices because, as he would say, I'm a man of a certain age yes. now and I don't have to. And he doesn't look like he's trying to keep his weight in. Well, check. and he doesn't have to play the, you know, there's a limited shelf life to be the romantic. He gets to be a character actor now. Yes, mm-hmm. and yeah. to me, that's how it looks like fun. How about theater wise? What's the best thing that you've seen? Probably, uh, well, I'm looking forward to, like I said, this 12th night at the Guthrie tomorrow where Sally Wingert plays a man. Mm-hmm. But Help. I would say my most recent really good thing is probably Three Little Birds at the Children's Theater Company. What it uses that? Bob Marley's music. It's oh. not a biopic, yeah. a biomusical, I should say. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a story about kindness, and it's very, very sweet. And it probably has eight or nine of his most 
popular songs. And it's just oh. like you walk in there and you feel like, oh, yeah, summer is a thing that actually exists in some yeah. places because it's a very upbeat and sunny show. This actor, Nathan Barlow, who has been an actor in the Twin Cities since he was a little boy, he's now probably in his late 20s. Um, is kind of the guide through the evening, and mm-hmm. he's so fun and charming oh, and wonderful. effervescent. It's a pretty delightful show. And 90 minutes, no intermission. Yes. The magic words. The magic words. <laughs> three Little Birds. Is that through, like, the middle of March or something? I think that's about right. Okay, yeah. Children's Theater. Yeah, it just opened it's a couple so weeks ago. so weird on the way to work. I'm like, Siri, play Buffalo Soldier. I just listened to that today. Oh, that one is not in the show. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's more of but the that, upbeat one. I yeah. was just thinking of that. Well, you do think of I just had a weird summer song and vacation yes. and everything when you hear Bob, Bob Marley. Marley, take me away. I know. What is the Twelfth Night about? So it's at the Guthrie. So it's Shakespeare. It's one of those basically mistaken identity, multiple pairs of lovers who finally all get together at the end. There's a, a brother and a sister. I think their names are Viola and Sebastian, who are traveling together in a boat. And at the beginning, one of them washes up on shore, the, the female, Viola, the twins, uh, and, but she's mistaken for her brother, so she starts to pretend to be her brother, and people fall in love with people and make fun of people. It's it's one of the fun Shakespeare's, and okay. it has an amazing all local cast. Sun Michomay is in it, um, Jim Lickscheidel is in it. People that people who go to the theater for sure will recognize from other That's shows. Fun. Yeah, it's super fun and perfect for Valentine's Day. Okay, good. There's so many options. I know like there you said. Are. Yeah. There really are. Um, you know, I just getting back to the Oscars for one second. The Please. person who I just thought was kind of the breakout star and really fun was that uh, Taika Waititi, the guy who directed Jojo Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Am I saying his name right? Yeah, Taika Waititi. Yep, you are. He was so refreshing. I mean, he admitted it was an Oscar campaign. He came to Disney's defense with Jojo Rabbit. He said they inherited this movie. It was a Fox film. And then when it merged, even though it was like this tricky subject matter, a satire, you know, wrapped in this other story. And I don't know. I kind of have found him to like, I I don't know where he came from. Was it Thor? Is that how he sort of got the... Uh, well, he actually has uh, is part of the comedy folks, the Flight of the Con- Concords from way back. Oh, he is. He's okay. part of that group of people. But yeah, he did do Thor, which is part of why Disney's being nice to him because okay, they wanted to it. make more Marvel mm-hmm. Universe okay, movies. Okay, they do. But he is a pretty delightful guy. He also gave the really, I thought, uh, nice and respectful we are on uh, the ground of ind- indigenous people. Yes. And he's part Ma- Maori himself, okay. so he's a perfect person to give that. Yeah, and I love that, you know, someone, Kristen Wiig or somebody got, he put his Oscar under the seat of the person sitting in front of him. And Kristen Wiig just like took a little video of him. I don't know. I I missed that. Yeah, he did that. And and he just said, you know, it is what it is. It's a campaign. But if someone had handed me a baby, I would have totally taken a photo with it and kissed it. (laughs) And this was, he talked backstage. So usually no one ever says that. Yeah. And his charmingness, I'm sure, is helpful for the movie. I mean, more people are going to see that movie because... Did you so like delightful. Jojo Rabbit? I liked parts of it. I think Scarlett Johansson is amazing. amazing. It's okay. my favorite performance of hers of all, all time. Yeah. All right. I have some problems with the tone of the movie. I think, like, particularly the... Did you guys see it? No. No. Rebel Wilson is in it, and she's oh. not awful. Oh, really? She doesn't fit at... Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone.
Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone.